Today's edition of Strategies for Living. I'm marriage and family therapist David McMillan. Delighted that you've tuned in. Join with me today on Strategies, this day-to-day thing we call Strategies for Living. Well, it's all about helping us live healthier, happier, and more peaceful lives in our bodies, in our minds, in our spirits in our relationships here in the 21st century. And we do that by engaging in important conversations each and every time that we do strategies for living. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about dreaming today in a different kind of way. You know, it seems like everybody today is uh, talking about... uh, the little book and movie called The Secret. It's supposed to be a foolproof method for realizing all of your dreams, all of your hopes through visualization and willpower. And yet, I've talked to some people who have tried it and been disappointed. Where are the dream jobs? Where are the luxury cars? Where are the soulmates? Changing attitudes and outlooks takes a little more than thinking it can be done. We're going to talk about that today with uh, Mark Peebler. And people who know him and have uh, gone to his workshops call him Dr. Dream. He is a successful entrepreneur, sought-after public speaker. He uh, has extensive experience conducting seminars in self-improvement and actualization. He's got a book we're going to talk about. It's actually a download book. We'll tell you all about it. It's called Dream the Biggest Dream. It's actually a program that is available online. So let's bring in Mark Peebler, Dr. Dream, and uh, talk about it. Mark, welcome. Good morning. Or should I say the doctor is in. You can That's take right. you can take your cape off now, Mark. <laughs> You've seen the photo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a little cross, like uh, maybe between Elvis and I don't know. No, <laughs> where'd the cape come from? <laughs> um, it's interesting when I um, when I start my seminars and workshops and presentations, I come out in a very colorful cape. And the beginning of uh, those uh, presentations is all about the magic that is available to all of us to create, attract, manifest whatever experience it is we want to have. And to me, there's no greater magic than that at all. And it's available to all of us. And so the case sort of hits that point home. 
But, yeah. you know, if I just walked out in the Armani sport coat and tie and everything, I wouldn't get near the attention that I get uh, coming out in a colorful uh, cape. There you go. And if you want to see a picture of it, folks, uh, you can, in fact, you've got a video uh, that folks can see at uh, your website, and we'll tell people several times during our program, but it's dreamthebiggestdream.com because that's where you're going to want to go. The things we're going to talk about today, Mark, are not things that you can go into Borders and, and Barnes and & Noble and pick up, right? Not yet. No, Okay, but, but maybe, <laughs> maybe that's coming. But right now, and as this is broadcast, uh, people need to, uh, to go to dreamthebiggestdream.com dot com okay now you've have you read the secret seen the video and all of that mark yeah absolutely okay and you know a lot of people are talking about that and, we, and it's not my intent and i know it's not your intent to put that work down or anyway it's a it's a value it's a neat little movie it's a neat little book um making a lot of money for a, a, a an australian lady right absolutely but there's nothing really new there is it no, there really isn't. This uh, this information and this perspective uh, goes back as as far as uh, as humanity has been searching for an answer of why do we exist and how does reality work. If you had to sum up what you saw there, what how would you sum up the secret? Just in a few words. I mean, I thought The Secret was very well done, and I love how mainstream yeah. it has gotten because it truly gets people thinking, how does it really work? Yeah. And that, that, to me, is incredibly valuable for all of us. All right, now, but it is not uh, as simple or easy as, okay, just at, change your outlook and all of this stuff is going to come to you. Some people do watch The Secret. I'm not sure that's their intent. But some people do watch it and read it and come away and say, oh, this is all about changing the way I look at things, changing my outlook, changing my attitude. And that's not exactly how it works, is it? Well, I mean, here's the thing. There, I, I think that we all need to understand or remember that there is no magic bullet. You know, there's, there's no magic pill that we can take and all of a sudden we become enlightened and and that's it. Yeah. And if there is, somebody go to the website and email me. <laughs> <laughs> because you'll give them their own cape and uh, put them on the road with you, right? <laughs> right. Well, then I don't need the cape anymore. <laughs> there you go. Okay. But you talk about, to your audiences, you talk about in 21 Days to Change that it is possible. Change is indeed possible. And... It's as little investment as 30 minutes a day, right? Absolutely. And and what this comes down to for me is really taking the opportunity as individuals to identify what we truly want to experience in our lives. And so often we're, we're living by default. We're creating our experience by default. Now what do you mean and by that? What, what, I, I think that... You're either consciously creating your experience or you're creating by default by whatever you've been conditioned with and, and, and how, uh, whatever your, your beliefs are. And I think that a very important step is to, to you know, just sort of stop, just slow down.
down and say, what am I experiencing in my life? Is this what I truly want? And if it's not, let me get focused on what it is I truly want. Let me get focused on what I want my life experience to be about. And that's that point where things will start to change. But we have to remember that we've been conditioned in our childhoods and by the media and all sorts of other variables in our in our individual world to believe, to expect, and to act in a certain way. Some of those are old beliefs that don't serve us, and they're not actually based in the truth of reality. And so, you know, the big question is to, to, to ask yourself, why do I exist? What is it that I want out of this life experience? Then become focused on that. All right, so I'm not going to get around asking, because what I'm hearing you say is those, th- those are really the big questions uh, that conscious, when we become conscious, and you call your program twenty-one day a twenty-one day conscious creation program, and what I'm hearing you say, Mark, is those are all you know questions that we kind of ask the biggies: Who am I? Where? Where am I? You know, where am I going? What am I supposed to be doing here? What's the purpose of my life? Those kinds of questions, but those are very conscious. We come to a point in our conscious development to be able to ask those questions, right? Absolutely. I mean, and, and and it all becomes about where is your consciousness, where is your awareness, and then to start building on that. Hmm. Uh, you know, I wasn't always of this mindset. Um, I spent a majority of my life creating, attracting my experiences by default. And finally, one day, I woke up. Do you think most of us do that? Oh, I think it's very, yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. it's very common. I I think that um, we're not, uh, until we get to that point, we're not ready to become empowered to take charge of our lives. And we see these people uh, all the time, and we, uh, you know, interact with them at the the local coffee shop, at the grocery store, wherever it is. But what I think is most fascinating right now at this point of time in humanity is that people are starting to get to that point in their own consciousness or awareness that they're asking themselves the big questions and starting to play with it a little bit. In my workshops and seminars, it's quite common for me to say, if you're not ready to to accept this as a foundation belief, at least play the game with it. Mm. And that's what the 21 Days to Change program is all about. It's like, you know what? Take 15 minutes in the morning, take 15 minutes of the evening, in the evening, and try this. See what happens. See exactly. what happens. We're talking to Mark Peebler, Dr. Dream today. We're going to come back and talk about some tools and techniques to help you realize your goals. We're going to talk about emotions. We're going to talk about gratitude. We're going to talk about a lot more with Dr. Dream, Mark Peebler today on Strategies for Living, 21 Days to Change.
son, you're a young man now. I just wanted to take a few minutes and talk about, well, about men and women. I know all about that stuff. Well, you might know a little biology, but do you know how to treat a woman? I guess I could use a little direction. So how do I treat a woman, Dad? You know, I'm not going to tell you. You have to figure that out by yourself. How? Well, first I suggest you watch a lot of bad TV and violent movies and observe how women get treated there. Okay. I'm kind of doing that already. What else? Well, let's see. Oh, yeah. When you're at school, be sure to take careful note of what irresponsible older boys say. I sure will. Sometimes the only message boys get is the wrong one. Many young men need advice and direction on how to behave towards women. You can help provide it. By teaching boys early that violence against women is wrong, you can help prevent domestic violence. For tips on what to say, visit www.endabuse.org. End Abuse. Teach early. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council and the Family Violence Prevention Fund. Today with Dr. Dream. In fact, we're dreaming the biggest dream. 21 Days to Change is the name of the uh, program that Mark Peebler has developed, and you can go online and find out all about it. It is available to you online, uh, and uh, you can download it. You can kind of uh, deal with it and work with it right on your computer, or you can print it out if you like that. Uh, you know, if you're if you're if you're like me, Mark, and just have a touch of ADHD <laughs> and need it in printed form, well, it's easy to do that too. You just print it on your on your printer, and all of that is available to you at DreamTheBiggestDream.com. DreamTheBiggestDream.com, and it's very easy. Uh, all of the instructions are there on the site, as well as uh, it's a good site. Uh, other information that you've got. Um, and I would uh, encourage people to go and, and check it out and uh, see your cape. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> worth the price of admission right there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, and so, and, and there's, I, I mentioned, there's a little video there that they can watch too, right? Yeah, there's a eight-minute video that has some interviews with people that have been in my uh, workshops and seminars and shows me in action, as it were. So um, it's uh, it's there more for promotional purposes for people like yourself to see it. But um, the nice thing about this is that people have gotten back to me and said, you know, I really got something out of that eight-minute video. Hmm. You know, I, I get a little more about what you're doing and how you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Now, again, you're going to learn a lot about uh, the law of attraction uh, you're going to learn, but you're going to learn beyond that. You're going to learn really the how to take it, and and uh, you know I mentioned before break we were going to come back and we're going to talk about some tools and techniques that people can help realize their goals. So 
okay no pressure on me but a lot of pressure on you you're you're the guy <laughs> give us a tool or a technique or what what are we what do we need to know here mark well we talked in uh in the beginning of this interview about um asking yourself the question and that that is truly the the first on the list of tools or techniques is ask yourself what is it you truly want not what is it I think I can have or what is it that my life has been about to this point and so it's probably always going to be about this you know it's it's taking the opportunity to think outside of whatever box you have put yourself in Mm -hmm. and identify what is what is it about for you what do you want it to be about for you what do you what do you want and and really a related question to that is when do you want it uh, you know, it's that's a simple. Those are two very simple questions, and yet we don't, you know, we don't ask ourselves those questions, do we? We really don't. And then when we do, sometimes we're not. We kind of do lip service to ourselves. Well, I want to be a millionaire, and yet on the even superficial, but normally on the deepest levels. We don't believe that we can be a millionaire. Mm. We don't believe uh, that we deserve or that we're worthy of that. And so here's that piece of not just identifying the dream, but owning it. Okay, And there's a difference between saying, this is what I want, and saying, this is what I want, and I know I can have it. I really do own this for me. Okay. That's a big connection. All right. And how important is it that I'm ready for it? And and let me tell you where I'm going here. I'm thinking of, um, well, (laughs) MC Hammer just popped into my mind. (laughs) And here's a guy, some people made, you know, can't touch this, you know. Um, He became, after can't touch this came out he, he became fabulously wealthy overnight but he, in a short period of time a relatively short period of time he was also relatively broke in fact he when he declared bankruptcy i think he was showed i don't know 16 17 million dollars in debt and that's a quite a swing because at one point uh, he was earning 30 40 million dollars you know so, um, or showed assets of that rather. Um, so, you, you know, we got to be ready, don't we? I mean, you know, who wouldn't say, you know, if we said, if you said to me, Mark, David, uh, here, here's a few million dollars, or you know, is that what you want? Yeah, Mark, that's what I want. But what if I'm not ready to receive it? Well, if you're not ready to receive it, you won't even get as far as uh, MC Hammer got. It just won't come your way. Hmm. Um, and then, you know, the, the if you're really connected to why you exist, what your life purpose is, if you're if you started connecting those dots, then you're putting yourself in the flow or in the zone of what your life is about, and it will continue to work. Um, as opposed to, you know, easy come, easy go, and and wherever his, you know, seat of consciousness was, 
in that experience that he manifested for himself. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times when we have an experience that isn't an experience we would have consciously put upon ourselves, it's good to say, well, why did I give myself this experience? Because you did. On some level, you attracted that experience to you, the individual does. And so, you know, when things happen to me that are not exactly what I want um, and are, shall we say, challenging, that's the very first question I ask. Yeah. Um, a lot of times um, in the past, it was easy to slip into the victim thing. You know, like, well, this is all out of my control and this is all happening to me outside of me. Is there really any such thing as victims? I don't believe so. Not at all. Not at all. I think that that if we spend the time to see how our experience unfolds, to see what is the nature of our personal reality, we can see how our energy, how the focus of our attention, you know, the law of attraction says wherever you focus your energy and attention, whether wanted or unwanted, is what you will attract into your experience. And so, you know, I go over this a lot with people, and when we get right down to the nitty-gritty of looking at what their life is about, of looking at what their challenges are about, they start to see how they attracted those challenges. All right, and now, that's, that's how you then start to change it. All right, now, 21 days to change is, um, for lack of a better term, and I, if, if you don't agree with me here, tell me, because it, it's your work and it's good. But it's a structure. More than anything else, I mean, people are not going to, I don't think in 21 Days to Change, people are going to hear uh, anything magnificent that they haven't probably heard before. But to me, the value of this, the the massive value of it, is that it provides a structure. That's exactly right. Uh, I, I refer to it as a comfortable structure to work with your mind in attracting the experience you really want to have. And, and let's face it, that's, you know, it's a lot easier to get somewhere when you've got a road map than just saying, gee, I'm in, you know, California and I want to get to, you know, Kansas City. You're going to get there easier if you have a road map. You're going to get there easier if you can see how it works and you can fit your mind into a focus. Why 21 days? Why not 19 days? Why not 27 days? What? I just thought 21 sounded good. No, it's common. <laughs> it's, it's a common knowledge that it takes 21 days to change or create a habit. And mm. so in my classes, uh, I, I explain that I don't expect on day 22 that anyone's going to stop doing this program. I think they're going to say, it's been amazing these past 21 days. I'm going to move forward with it. Okay. All right. And if we – a habit, pretty much, if we do something for 21 days, for three weeks, we, it, it does – you know, common common uh, um, knowledge is that that becomes a habit, a new habit, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it it is – it gives you enough time to be able to see how things are working, to be able to see things change in your life. You know, the 21 Days to Change really uh, was uh, 
uh, touched on for me by, by my favorite Gandhi quote, which is, we must become the change we wish to see in the world. Mm. And Gandhi didn't say, go out there and change all that you see that needs to be changed in the world. Gandhi said, basically, go inside yourself and make those changes, and then everything you see outside of yourself will mirror that. And that's what, uh, that's what starts to happen when you work this program. Uh, you're, you, you're not changing anything outside of yourself. You're changing how you think, how your mind is focused, where you're putting your energy and attention, and everything starts to change in your experience of reality. We are talking today with Dr. Dream. We are dreaming on 21 days to change. And we'll be back much more with Dr. Dream today. Stay with us. Can I ask you a few questions about the apartment you have on Park Street? What was your name? My name is Juan Hernandez. It's been rented. Oh, it's gone? Hello? Uh, hello, my name is Sanjay Kumar. I am calling about the apartment on Park Street. It's not available. It's not available, but I just now saw it in the paper. May I help you? Hi, my name is Tyrone Washington. I'm calling about the place to rent on Park Street. No longer available. Well, it's not available now. Nope, sorry. Oh, okay. Yes, hello. My name is Graham Wellington. I'm calling about the apartment for rent on Park Street. Is that still available? Yes, it is. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh, really? I'd love to make an appointment. Housing discrimination is illegal. If you think you've been a victim because of your race, color, national origin, sex, religion, disability, or family status, call 800-669-9777 or visit fairhousinglaw.org. Fair housing. It's not an option. It's the law. Brought to you by HUD, the Ad Council, and LCCREF. play Ann Murray for you. It, it just doesn't get any better. And folks, just hear, hear me. It's not going to get any better than this. <laughs> Welcome back into Strategies for Living. I'm marriage and family therapist David McMillan with Dr. Dream. He is uh, Mark Peebler, and thank goodness he's got a sense of humor. <laughs> I, I knew anybody that wore a cape like that, I could play Ann Murray, and they wouldn't, you know, hang up on me. 
<laughs> somehow I attracted this into my reality. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> and now you've got a you've got the rest of the day to figure out what the hell did I do? <laughs> Twenty one days to change is what we're talking about today with Doctor Dream. He's Mark Peebler, and you can go to his website and download Dream the Biggest Dream. Twenty one days to change. It is a structure. It is a very good structure, uh, full of tools to help you make the kind of change that the secret talks about. And uh, you, you want to change your attitude. You want to change your outlook. This is the way it works. This is uh, it's a simple technique, and it does, as Mark said, even if you don't believe it, give this a try and see what happens. Uh, I mean, what have you got to lose? Uh, a few pennies, a small, small investment, but what an infinite return uh, this can this can be. Tell me the uh, FedEx story. <laughs> what is that? Well, the FedEx story in its entirety is uh, recorded and available on the website. Okay, at, at Dream the Biggest the, Dream. One of, one of the things I talk about is that people show up for us the way we have them show up. Okay, based on this whole thing we just talked about, that there are no victims, then I can't be the victim of someone being rude to me. I can't be the victim of someone, you know, that I come into contact with um, that uh, that treating me in a way I feel isn't the way I should be treated. Okay. And so uh, when, I, when, I, when I was talking about this at a conference in, uh, in Atlanta, uh, someone in the back of the audience said, you know, I don't get it. I walk into the grocery store. I end up in this one person's line. She's having a bad day. She's rude to me. I don't get it how that is me. And um, I had had an experience where I had, uh, for this conference in Atlanta, I had had to send my DVDs and my books and everything FedEx. And um, it was a stressful time getting it all together in Sedona, and I barely made the cutoff at FedEx. And, and then so all of that, the stress, the reminding me that, that you know, I do things last minute and, right. and all this was uh, compounded upon by the fact that... Um, it cost me about $500 to ship all this to Atlanta. <laughs> and I got to Atlanta, and I was at the hotel, and I got to tell you, I dealt with the concierge before I got to the hotel because I, I still can't pack and have my suits and my cape look nice when I get to another city. So I normally just send my clothes, have them dry cleaned there, and then I know everything's going to be fine. So the concierge was at the highest level everyone, the valet parker, the front desk person, Hassan who worked in the restaurant, everyone was just at peak performance at this hotel and I used to train hotel people and so I was just, I, I felt like I was so in the flow and I got up to my room that night and I called down to the front desk because I realized my FedEx boxes weren't in my room. My dry clean was, everything else was uh -oh. and I would just kind of cut to the chase a little bit here. I talked to four people at the hotel, including the managers on duty and this and that, and everyone was rude to me. Everybody was giving me a hard time, and it's doubly frustrating when this stuff happens to me because I know that it's not about them. I know that it's something I'm doing, but, boy, I was emotionally triggered by all this, 
And it wasn't until three days later in my seminar when this gentleman called me out on it and said, how is it that people show up for me the way I have them show up when I don't even know these people? Right. And it occurred to me what happened regarding everything related to FedEx. And that was that I was dealing with resentment. I was uh, seeing a pattern in myself about doing things last minute. Mm-hmm. I, so what I was manifesting, how I was having these people show up, was punishing me. Because inside, I was punishing myself. Mm. And I got to tell you that my, the rest of my experience at this hotel, I was there five nights. The rest of my experience was at back at that peak level performance, everything. But the one glitch was everything related to these FedEx boxes, and I traced it back to me. It was, I had them show up that way. The general manager, when I met with him, said, this is very uncharacteristic for the hotel. And three days later in this seminar, where I was called out on it to give a real example of how this works, that's when I realized what it was and why I had had bad experience. Is that experience is all that, about me. Is that something that is uh, would be referred to as synchronicity? Hey, it's um it was certainly there were synchronicities in that. I mean, the synchronicities for me are those little things or sometimes big things that happen that you know you brought about and I tend to see I tend to connect synchronicities with more of being on my path and the positive things kind of the mile markers that I, I, I realize that but aren't they the, aren't they the signs and the messages and yeah, yeah th- those things were not if we would even put positives and negatives the things for you those were but those were signs that you recognized mark that I mean you had to and it, there was value in your recognition of those things Oh, absolutely. But they, to me, the synchronicities were probably things I missed building up to it that mm. could have kept me from having the uncomfortable experience. Okay. All right. But, but you want people to, again, recognize, and that's an interesting word, recognize is, uh, because look at it. Uh, it's recognize. And any, you know, cognitive, cognize means thinking. So when you recognize synchronicities, you're rethinking them is what you're really doing. Sure. I mean, they're, they're always there, but you, when you recognize, you're, you're rethinking that. <laughs> I mean, I think this whole thing about what, where you're going with this, recognize rethinking, is for us to really take the time to process what our life experience is about, to process our experiences, not just to have them and then move real quickly into the next one, but to say, wow, that was really good. I'm really feeling in the flow. What is it about where my mind is at? What is it about the focus of my attention that put me there? Or, geez, this has been an incredible challenging day and it's only 7.30 in the morning. What is going on before my entire day turns into a downward spiral? Let me pull myself out of it and stop it before it goes any further. All right. Where do emotions come into play? Where, and especially things like thankfulness, gratitude, that type of thing, where where do those come into play? Well, we can think something. But if we're not emotionally connected to it, if our emotions aren't in alignment 
with what we're thinking. So it has to do with feeling. See, a lot of times we think we should have something, but our emotions are holding on to something else. Our feelings are keeping us someplace else. And so this piece is absolutely key. And it's, it goes back to what I said, you know, in the first segment was, do you own your dream? Do you own the vision of your life for your future? And when I say do you own it, that means are you emotionally connected to it? Do you believe it? You know, is it emotionally feel like a reality to you? Yeah. And so the emotions play a huge role in, in how this works or with the, some of the disillusionment that has come out of the secret, how it doesn't work. And people are saying, well, I'm focused on this, but what's happening is they don't believe it. They're not emotionally connected to it. Yeah. And and if you're not emotionally connected to it, you're not connected to it is what you're saying, right? It's not going to happen. Hmm. So, and, and that's the thing. Uh, you know, one of the greatest affirmations that I've ever heard that I use on a daily basis came from Wayne Dyer, and the affirmation is, I intend to feel good because this is an affirmation no matter how your day is going. You know, you can say that to yourself and the red flags aren't going to go up. Some of the affirmations are, you know, I'm feeling great and my life is beautifully abundant. Well, I got to tell you, if you've got, you know, a stack of bills in front of you and, you know, things aren't going well, you're not going to be able to say that to yourself. Hmm. But the I intend to feel good. And so, you know, that's one of the things we do in processing what our life experiences and processing our individual experiences. How do I feel right now? Where is my emotional body at? And that can help you. You either feel good or you don't. And if you don't, you're going to attract into your experience those things that resonate at that same emotional level of not feeling good. Where does helping others come in service to others what what about that mark well i mean just tying into what i just said i think anytime we do something that's not for ourselves and we're not looking for anything from it we're helping others for the sake of helping others we're helping others because we're all in this together and that's what we do that's gonna you're gonna feel good that's that's sending a message out to the universe. You know, I often I often talk about um, in my mind when I say and when I think things and when I talk to people, one of the things that's going on with it is I'm waving a flag to the universe. Every time I stop someone from laying out their victim trip on me right. about how the, the world's out to get them and this and that, and I stop them and, 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 and share my truth about no victims and how it works, I'm also waving a flag to my universe saying there are no victims. I'm not a victim. So every time you talk to somebody else, you're also talk, um, to, you're talking to yourself. Talking to yourself, and you're sending it out in your field. You're sending it out to the universe, to God, to you know, however you perceive what's greater than us. Now, again, folks, the, the website is dreamthebiggestdream.com, and uh, that is the right now, that's the place. Uh, you're not going to walk into Barnes & Noble right now or Borders right now. Uh, m- maybe that's a manifested dream that uh, it's, it's going to be there, 
uh, for you, Mark. But right now, people have to go to the website, dreamthebiggestdream.com, and, uh, and download this. Uh, you can either download it in a PDF form or as a Word document, your choice, and uh, then you can print it out if you want to do that. Um, it's not going to break the bank by any means. But what will people see? What have you heard people tell you that, okay, I did this, Mark, and 21 days later <laughs> or a couple weeks later or four weeks later, what are you hearing? I hear from people before 21 days is up. And I hear that, I hear great stories. I either hear that they are empowered and they, they see how it's working, or I hear real examples of, you know, wow, I wrote this as a visualization for what I want my life to be about, and all of a sudden this, this, this happened, and it's all connected. It really does work. Hmm. And I get this, I get this all the time. And, and part of it is to send your disbelief Play the game with this. Play the game with the nature of your reality. Okay? You can do it. You can do whatever you want, and it's going to work as well for you as you believe that it will. So that's that piece of go into this with a real clear mind. If you don't totally believe it, go into it and say, you know, I'm going to play the game with this. Hmm. Let's see if I can, if I can experience the connection between me creating my reality and the reality that I experience. And it's interesting. I've heard you use that word play several times as we've talked today. And that's, an, that's a powerful word in and of itself, not one that is, should be taken lightly, I don't think. Well, you know what it implies. It implies let's have fun. Yeah. If you're going to play the game, it's going to be fun. I made a deal with my universe that if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. Hmm. And sure enough, you know, I get to, to travel the world speaking about dreaming the biggest dream and the nature of reality. I get to meet the most wonderful people. My life is fun. Now, I, I want you to know I have a six-and-a-half-year-old daughter. Her name is Maya. And I have learned so much from her about being in the moment, about having fun, and, and that's what we get to experience. She's, she's, she is one of my greatest teachers, and all I have to do is just watch her and how she experiences her reality to see that, um, that we don't need to complicate things so much. We I love it. To make our lives so difficult. It's uh, 21 Days to Change. Dream the Biggest Dream. Go to the website, dreamthebiggestdream.com, and... Uh, there you will find uh, support for you to create the life that you truly want to be responsible to actually manifest the biggest dream. Mark Peebler, thank you for coming and being a part of Strategies for Living and uh, teaching us today about your wonderful work and what's available to us. Thank you, David, and I'm, I'm honored to have been a guest today, and I, uh, I really have a tremendous appreciation for all that uh, you're doing there at uh, Strategies for Living. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Mark Peebler. www.dreamthebiggestdream.com. Folks, if you enjoyed this conversation today with Mark Peebler, know we do conversations like this each and every day on Strategies. So come back and join us. Tell your friends about us. That's the way we grow on strategiesforliving.com. If today were the last day of your life, 
You only had one more phone call that you could make. Who is it that you'd call? What is it that you'd say? And why are you waiting? Make the call. For Mark Peebler, I'm marriage and family therapist David McMillan. You can't touch this. I'll see you next time on Strategies can't touch this. for Living. You can't touch this. Can't touch this. Oh, 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 o